All right, guys, we're also brought to you by Hepius. Hepius is your number one place to go for premium CBD products that won't break the bank. So what that means is if you're a first-time user or a veteran user, this is perfect. You're not going to break the bank. It's a WorkSafe guarantee. Uh, they're third-party tested. Check them out, hepiusmed.com, H-E-P-I-U-S-M-E-D.com. They have a sleep aid. They have a freeze roll-on. They have an overall daily use uh, tincture that will be great for anything. So Go ahead and check them out. We're also powered by Poddex. Now, guys, if you're like me and you've always wanted to start a podcast, but maybe you don't know how to structure your episodes, maybe you want to interview somebody, you don't know what questions to ask, uh, these are perfect. They're episode starting prompts right in the palm of your hand. You just buy a deck, shuffle up, and go. My listeners get 10% off by using Thinking Project 10, that code at checkout. Poddex.com, use Thinking Project 10. Uh, to get 10% off your order, and you won't regret it. Now, guys, before I introduce my next guest, I want to let you know, if you're not following me on Instagram or Facebook, please do. My uh, Follow my personal page on Instagram, Dalton K. Jensen. Uh, follow my podcast page on Facebook, at The Thinking Project Pod. Um, that'll help me out tremendously. And, of course, please join the text community. 810-202-0177. That's where you're going to get up up to date of pictures, giveaways, uh, inspiration, um, my next guest. Maybe you can tell me what questions to ask. So, guys, uh, make sure you do that. Now, I had the opportunity to interview Margie Remmers today, who is uh, the owner of Crystal Clear Cashflow. Um, which is like bookkeeping and daily money management. And she's a daily money manager. You got to hear some of the stories that we went over during this podcast because they were fantastic. Um, and if you need some daily money management tips uh, or tricks or you want to get uh, um, certified on QuickBooks, reach out to her, Margie Remmers. And it was just a blast to work with her uh, and interview her. And you guys will really enjoy the podcast. So please welcome Margie Remmers. Welcome, everybody. This is Dalton Jensen, and you're tuning into The Thinking Project. Okay. Okay, we're rolling. So, um, Margie, tell me... So, we were talking a little bit about what you do, uh -huh. and I thought it was cool because when you reached out to me, um, I'm also an accountant. Uh -huh. I got my bachelor's in accounting. Uh, so QuickBooks and bookkeeping and stuff. But what I really liked when you reached out was the daily money manager. Yes. So, so tell me a little bit about what you do first and okay. then we can get into that. Cause I have some <laughs> questions about that. <laughs> well, I would love to, when we first initially talked, uh, we yeah. talked about the journey Yeah. Yes. and, um, and I would love to get into that cause I do have it. a story of <laughs> struggle and perseverance and overcoming. Oh good. Yeah, go ahead. Do <laughs> so, it. um, but yeah, but I'm happy to tell you about daily money management first as a profession. Yeah. 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 Um, because it is something I discovered since I, I've only been in Utah since April. Oh, wow. And people here just don't know what it is. Yeah. So um, it's really big <laughs> in New York. It's really big in Washington, D.C., where I just moved from. And okay. it's really big in California. Okay. But uh, your listeners throughout the rest of the world. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> May. Yeah. Um, uh, it may not know what it is. And it's it's really important. It's actually one of the top 20 fastest growing professions in the United States. I can see why. And uh, <laughs> it is bookkeeping for individuals. Okay. It is helping people pay their bills, reconcile their bank statements, work with anything that has to do with money. So uh, filing insurance claims is something that oh, I wow. do for people, uh, working with creditors, um, it grew out of a need for senior citizens um, oh, yeah. as the baby boomers, you know, the generation is enormous and they're aging. And we're in, our, in a society today where we are just no longer um, in the same physical proximity to our parents anymore you know right. generations past where yeah. everyone was in the same state you know same yeah. city and that just isn't the case anymore plus 
um you've got you don't have the caregiver at home like you've got double income everyone's you know super busy yeah and then the third thing is that a lot of senior citizens just don't want their family involved with their money you know maybe (laughs) they have money grabbing kids um that are not uh, trustworthy or in a case of my clients, some of them don't even have kids. Oh, and yeah, so they don't yeah. even have that support network to be able to take care of it. So wow. it grew out of a need for senior citizens who were aging out of the um, ability to physically and mentally handle their own personal the, the finances money. and yeah. pay their own bills. Wow. But as the profession grew um, and people became aware of it, they realized that this is really something that a lot of people, not just senior citizens, um, really need. Mm -hmm. So, for example, um, I have a client who, when he was uh, 55 years old, was in a catastrophic car accident, wasn't expected to live, lived, wasn't expected to walk, walks. Two weeks after he got out of rehab, his wife was diagnosed with cancer. Oh, geez. They had one child. She was a senior in high school at the time, and senior in high school almost lost both of her parents. Yeah, no <laughs> kidding. Wow. Um, wow. So they admittedly, before even all of this happened, were already just not very good with their money. Yeah. And then suddenly they, they don't have the time, they don't have the energy, they don't have the know-how, yeah, and yeah. they have an avalanche of... I, of bills that come in or yeah, bills, bills that come insurance, in hospital, insurance yeah. working with you know medical and you know we're talking yeah. about people who you know suddenly their life was pretty much sucked away from them they don't have the time or the energy yeah. or um right. the ability to to take care of this so mm-hmm. um so they hired me to help dig them out of this hole um so that's an example yeah um but then also just busy professionals who just i have a client who's an attorney he's an international attorney he's all always all around the world like he doesn't have time to deal with this yeah yeah (laughs) well yeah not only that but he's probably yeah he's probably just got way too much on exactly and he has adhd (laughs) and you know (laughs) like he just had he just can't do it and so people in that kind of of position uh whether they're high net worth individuals or just super busy professionals Mm -hmm. that um you know they hire somebody to cut their grass they hire somebody to clean their house like they hire out the drudgery and sitting down and paying bills for some people not me because i love it (laughs) but for some people paying sitting down and paying a bill or having to make a call to an insurance company is drudgery and they're like you know i just want to have somebody do it yeah um and uh and so that's the profession of daily money managers that's what we do i belong to an association called um, the american association of daily money managers adam and uh so you can go to adam.com you can find a daily money manager in your area for wherever you are um, I am one of only three daily money managers in the state of Utah. Oh, wow. um, one of them is retiring, yeah. and um, and the other one does um, only does it kind of as a side yeah. a side thing. So yeah. I'm really the go-to person, and it's really important if you're looking to get a daily money manager that you hire somebody who is a member of Adam, because in order to be a member of Adam, not only do we have ethics and standards that we have to abide by but we also all of us have to pass a background check every two years oh wow so um and then of course we have um insurance and whereas just hiring your neighbor to do it is not going to have that kind of you know protection to be able to do that oh wow so anyway so that's about the uh, that's the profession yeah so let me ask you real quick Uh and and we have lots of time on this podcast as much as you (laughs) want to be here i can (laughs) i can talk forever (laughs) right so what's the difference between because i've had like financial coaches on here before Mm -hmm. and i know a few financial coaches yes what's the difference that's an excellent question because a lot of people think that i am a financial coach and i am not um (laughs) the difference between a financial coach and a daily money manager is a financial coach 
teaches you what to do so that you can do it yourself. Mm, yeah. A daily money manager just does it for you. Yeah, yeah. A daily man- money manager just takes it off your plate yeah, <laughs> yeah. and says, I got this. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> not a bad thing. So, like, you, you help manage. So, you help manage the, the numbers. Do you help mm-hmm. manage, like, the debt and the revenue with along with that? Um, well, as far as debt, I can come up with a plan, a debt yeah. repayment plan for sure. 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 Um, I had a conversation yet just yesterday with yeah. somebody who um, we were talking about spending habits. I can't control <laughs> people's spending habits. Right, right, right. <laughs> so all I do is pay the bills after the fact, and I can okay. highlight it, and I can say, look, this is how much money you have. This is how much money you spent. Yeah. And, you know, the numbers don't match up. Or if you right. stay down this road, you're not going to be able to do it. So yeah, I can yeah. bring that to people's attention. Sure. Um, but I... Uh, I forgot the question now. You're right. <laughs> You're good. Well, no, I was just me. I just because that would be one thing for me that I would be like, okay, so if somebody's going to help me manage my money, um, then at least letting me know where, where I'm at, right? Like, right. Hey, if you keep spending like right. this, you're, you're right. not going to make it. The other thing I am not is I am not a financial advisor. Right, right, um, right. So I I don't deal with the investments. I don't yeah, deal with yeah. the big stuff. I I deal with the nitty-gritty everyday detail. I, yeah. I deal with the micro, and your financial advisor deals with the macro. Yeah. Now, I will typically have a really good relationship with the person financial advisor right um and we work together same with the accountant i'm not all i'm also not an accountant right um i'm not a cpa i don't do taxes but i work closely with the accountants so that um i'm passing off numbers that are you know that are accurate and that makes it easier for them to be able to to do it right um you can pay your accountant to do what I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, um, and this is more the big bookkeeping side, which yeah. is, you know, for businesses. But right. um, I have a friend who owns a plumbing company and she pays, she is paying her accountant um, $8,000 to categorize their expenses every year. Oh, gee. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like tax planning. Because right? yeah, yeah. the accountant, they, you know, they just throw the numbers at them. Right. And the accountant then has somebody on their staff that will actually go through and categorize everything for them. But right. she's paying the accountant's fees, <laughs> yeah, whereas yeah. if she just paid the you know purse the bookkeeper directly right. to do the categorization, yeah. then she would. I mean, she would she would pay so much less. Well, money. yeah, I, that's yeah. the one thing I that people who when you talk about money, right. The people are just so confused about. Oh, you know yes. what I mean? Like, there's different kinds of. Well, and as a money manager and who talks with accounts, I'm sure you know, right? Like, especially if somebody owns a business, like there's a, there has to be a difference between your personal finances and your business yes. finances. Yes. And most people don't understand that. They're like, oh, I own a plumbing company, and I just somebody just paid me for a job. Right. Now I have money in my account. Right. 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 No, you don't have money in your right. account. Right. <laughs> <laughs> your business has money right. in its account. Right. 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 <laughs> so. So you're from uh, so you're from the east originally. I am originally from Oregon. Okay. Um, I like Oregon. And I moved out to Washington D.C. just on a whim, cool. and you know, thinking that I would just you know be there for a couple of years just to experience East Coast life, and yeah, then I yeah. would eventually you know come back here and get married and raise a family <laughs> and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. And um, that didn't happen. I ended up marrying what I call the last native, um, <laughs> and he was from there, born there, raised there, never lived anywhere else, never had any desire to live anywhere else. <laughs> and so I joke that I got stuck. And, oh yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So I was stuck there, and uh, but then now we're going through a divorce, and so I was like, sure. well. The world's my oyster. I can go yeah, anywhere I want. Go so. wherever you want. Right on. Good <laughs> I'm for not you. stuck there anymore. <laughs> Good for you. So tell me about. We were talking about this at the beginning, but tell me about the journey because I like those stories. Oh, yeah. The journey has been rough. The journey has been rough. Yeah. And um, I, I'll tell you, I was thinking. I was thinking. Gosh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna tell this story, and your listeners are gonna hear this story, and they're just gonna. <sighs> 
turn it off because there's like so depressing. <laughs> but I want to say right now that there yeah. is a happy ending. Right, right. <laughs> there is a happy ending. Um, before I do, before yeah. I launch into the story, I just want to tell you real quick that I'm getting some crackling. Yeah. So I want to make sure that so, that's not nope. being recorded. No, the okay. crackling isn't. So we're trying to go through that. It's the volume. Okay. And I've been trying to get it, but you won't hear any okay. of that now on All the right, show. Good. Yeah, the listeners won't hear any of that. Okay. All right. Yeah. Good. So um, I started, so when I first graduate, graduated from college, um, I, and my degree is in linguistics, which oh, is not related to anything <laughs> to money. at all. Yeah, yeah. Um, and my first job, my first real job out of college was working for a medical software company. Mm. And I would travel around the country um, teaching people how to use our software and our proprietary mm, software. Yeah. And then I uh, moved into management and developed a training, the trainer department at mm. the company. The company grew from less than 50 people when I first started to over 200 by the time I left. Oh, wow. Um, and so we were just hiring right and left and it was proprietary software. So like you couldn't walk in and just know how to do it. Yeah, yeah. And so I developed all these training to the trainer programs and hired train the trainers and um, and that's that was my background. Yeah. Um, training and software and and then I got married and had kids and and was living the dream and um, in 2000 so I got married in 99 and in 2000 um, my husband and I were just talking one day and I had always had I guess I always had an entrepreneurial spirit yeah because okay. I always had ideas I would always say you know it would be a million dollar idea you know like <laughs> oh we could do this we could start a business doing this we yeah. could do a business starting that yeah and um, finally in 2003 I had one of these ideas that I just thought I could actually do that yeah like it wasn't just a uh, it wasn't just one of these pipe dream kind of things. It was like, I could actually build a business doing this. Right. And um, and so we threw all of our savings into that business. And I we, I had two little kids at the time, and I was um, you know t tearing my hair out trying to get it off the ground, <laughs> trying to get yeah, it off the, yeah. the ground, and and it was a giant flop. Oh, it was man. a giant flop <laughs> and oh, um and we lost so much money and i yeah. just was so disheartened and i the number one reason so any entrepreneurs listening out this is my <laughs> number one piece of advice uh for entrepreneurs is you have to go into a business doing something that people want yeah. Not something that you think people need. Oh, yeah. Need, no right? kidding. <laughs> no kidding. So this was my idea was something that I thought people should want, right? Yeah, that I thought yeah. people, you know, needed and that if they had this, it would be so great. Yeah. Yeah. But that doesn't sell. Like right. what sells is you have to, the market has to be hungry yeah. for it already. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, and they, yeah. Oh, that's so tough. Yes, <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> so, um, so that was a giant flop. Um, I I spent about four years um, trying to get that off the ground, and it it never went anywhere. Mm. Um, so then, and then, so then, around two thousand seven. I just jumped into a bunch of different things and I did, yeah. you know, multi, not, mul not multi-level marketing, but like direct marketing, sure. you know, kind yeah, of sure. stuff and which I thought, oh, those are proven systems and sure. other people are, <laughs> you know, it's, I'm not building something from this ground up. Like right, people already right. have the business. I just have to, to do it. And, and, um, I, I did all of those things and I lost a lot of money and, yeah. and again, I just just failure, just yeah. failure, oh. failure, failure. And I, you know, I am a, a person who I have a really healthy sense of self-esteem. Yeah. I, I really believe in myself and it might be because I'm a first, I'm a firstborn and a first <laughs> grandchild. Yeah. So I really, I could do no wrong. Right. Like everyone was always applauding me, <laughs> you know, right, and right. telling me how great I am. And right. so it's sunk in. And so like, I, I just have this stubborn idea that I'm awesome <laughs> and, and that I can do anything. And so I just, 
every time I would get into something thinking that, oh, like, I'm great and I'm going to be so good at this. Yeah, and I yeah. just was beaten down and beaten down and beaten down. And, um, and then in 2010, I, um, I just kind of had a mental breakdown. And I just kind of, um, I, 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 I just needed to figure out my life, right? Yeah, I just, yeah. I just needed to wrap my head around what was happening. And, um, so are we okay? Yeah, we're good. Okay. Yeah. I'm just, I'm making sure that's why <laughs> okay. this is up. Um, so I, uh, so anyway, so I just did some really major soul searching and my husband was so supportive. He was yeah. so supportive of me just taking any time that I needed. And yeah. so I just like went away for a weekend and I just like, you know, thought about my life and, and <laughs> what I was going to do. And that weekend I had just a real epiphany. Mm. I had an epiphany. Mm about how life works and how to be successful and how to, you know, get everything mm -hmm. that you want in life. Yeah. And, um, and I just, my life completely turned around in 2010. It was the best year of my life. Absolutely. Wow. And I was so excited about it. I started coaching other people in my method. Yeah. And, um, and and all of, I, I changed lives. Like I have pages and pages and pages of testimonials yeah. of people from 2010 that I was able to, like, they got jobs, they, you know, quadrupled <laughs> their salary. They, yeah. they, um, found life partners. They had healing in their lives. And yeah. like, it was just such an amazing, amazing time. And I was, but I was offering all of this coaching and helping people for free. Oh yeah. And yeah. I just thought, okay, this is it. Yeah. This is it. Now I know, <laughs> now I know what I'm good at. Now I know how to, um, help people. And this is going to be my business. Yeah. And as soon as I started trying to charge for my coaching services, I, like everyone disappeared. Again, yeah, I bet. Yeah. It happened again. It happened again. And oh, I, shoot. I Yeah, know, you're like, like I know those I, those stories are always crazy. It, you're like, dang it, man. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it was I it, by two thousand thirteen now yeah. I was in just in the depths of despair. Like yeah. I thought I had figured it out. I had got all these ups and downs. I had lost so much money. I had lost so much time. I had just, um, it, I was just, I was just depressed and yeah. not doing anything. Oh geez. When I happened upon an ad for a woman who was home for maternity leave and she was looking for some somebody to come in and help her organize her house oh, nice. while she was home um, on maternity leave. And I was like, eh, you know, <laughs> I can do that. You know, why not? Yeah, it's a yeah. couple bucks. I mean, it yeah. was barely above minimum wage. Yeah, you know? sure, but sure. I was like, I, I don't have anything better to go, going on and I can do this. Yeah. And, uh, and so I showed up at her house and um, she had me work on this project. The very first project she had me do was to organize her freezer. And, um, and I realized doing that very first project that the exact same skill set to organize people's stuff yeah. was, the, was the epiphany that I had about like how to organize your life and yeah. your time. Like it was exactly the same skill set. But people don't want to learn how to manage their life and manage their time because it's not tangible. Yeah. Like they may say, like when I was going through that phase of kind of being like a life coach, yeah. um, like I would tell people what I did and everybody I talked to would say, oh my gosh, I need to hire you. Yeah, but yeah. nobody would, <laughs> right, right? Because right. it's not tangible. Like it's not something you can see. Yeah. And so because it wasn't something they could see, like it didn't seem important. Right. Even though your time and your life 
is way more important than your stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. I've also had like life coaches. I've mm-hmm. talked with life coaches on here before. And uh, it's funny because it's so true. And so a lot of them go into like health and nutrition as well. Mm-hmm. So they'll be like, you know, I'm a life coach, but I'm also a nutrition and fitness coach. So that they can start. It's tangible. Yeah. So that they can right. see something. Right. Yes. And then they'll be like, so I'm a mindset coach, but I also do. Yes. fitness and this yes. right so they'll pay for like nutrition and and exercise routines and, and a partner basically but then they'll get the mindset and like yep. life stuff on the yep. side so i and understand it, and it's and you can see how it ties yeah. back to my original flopped business <laughs> which was trying to sell something that people i thought people needed yeah but they yeah. didn't want they didn't right? want to well yeah they didn't want it they didn't may not want to pay for it right exactly right yeah, that's tough. right yeah. it's just, so is the same it, it all it's like it's all related <laughs> it's all cyclical yeah um and so yeah so i i then started telling people that i was a professional organizer sweet and um and suddenly i had way more business than i could handle like i no started kidding. making money i started making money um where I never had before. That's and crazy. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's so awesome. <laughs> right. And, um, but then this same woman, so I ended up working for this woman. I started with her in 2013 and continued to work for her um, until I moved yeah. in 2020. Yeah. So, um, so she just kept having me, you know, she liked me and she kept having me. She's an attorney. Yeah. She had a ton of money. Yeah. So she, <laughs> she yeah. just kept hiring, having me do other stuff. And one of the things she started having me do was her, um, some daily money management tasks. Yeah. And so that's how I got into daily yeah. as being a daily money manager so what tasks would she have you do like the daily money what kind of tasks yeah. would those look like the, the primary primary thing that she had me do was file insurance claims on her behalf oh geez so, like uh like what kind of insurance yeah well i'm about to okay, tell you right, because all right, all right. because your audience may not know that this yeah. such a thing exists <laughs> as pet insurance no, so, yeah, they might not know. So, like, I did, I did, I had no idea that this was yeah. a thing until I, I knew her. Yeah, um, yeah. So, yeah. So, just like we buy medical insurance yeah. for us, we can you can buy medical insurance for your pets. Oh wow! But when you go to the doctor, um, typically you're going to a to a doctor who's like in your plan. Yeah. And yeah. part of what the doctor's office does for you is file insurance claims on your behalf. Oh yeah, yeah. And you know, which is a really nice service. People don't appreciate how, what a nice service that is yeah. for the doctors <laughs> to be able to do that on your behalf. Yeah. And then they just bill you and they say, oh, here's what the insurance didn't pay. Right. right? That's how it works typically with people when they go to, you know, the yeah. doctor. Yeah. But when you take your pet to a vet, um, they typically don't have that service. Now, right. some like super large practices would, would, you know, that, yeah. would do that. Yeah. Um, but the majority of them, they don't, they, that's not something they do. Yeah, they'll, just okay. pro- they'll just provide the medical records for you. And then you are responsible for filing claims against your medical insurance to get reimbursed. Yeah. Your pet insurance to get reimbursed. Yeah. And, um, you know, she was a, an attorney. She had a ton of money. She could afford to um to pay for her the bill yeah and for her like it would be nice to get the money back from insurance because like that's why she pays for insurance right right she just didn't have the time again it's a drudgery task yeah yeah that somebody who's like you know got other things to do well and when you're a high net worth person like that like an attorney who makes who makes 300 bucks for an hour phone call like i don't want to spend an hour on (laughs) an insurance because the claim exactly. might be less than right. 300 bucks and now <laughs> right. it's for sure not worth my right. time. Right. <laughs> exactly. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, so that was actually the very first task that she gave me and she had she had uh, one dog who was very sickly. Yeah. And um who had ton of medical bills. Oh jeez. And she she had years worth of claims that she had never filed. Oh my god. And yeah, and so so that was one of the tasks that and then when she noticed that I was like good with numbers, yeah, she started having me do other things. Yeah. Um, and I started filing medical insurance. So I mentioned before that if you go to a, a doctor who's like in network, yeah, then they'll 
file the claims for you. Yeah. But if you go to like maybe an alternative per practice person or um, a mental health professional right, or, yeah. you know, somebody or a smaller office, they just don't have the staff to be able to do that. No, they'll, they'll yeah. say, here's all the information. You can just file a claim yourself. But if people <laughs> don't know how to do that, they don't have the capability of of doing it. Yeah. They don't have the time, the, you know, the bandwidth, the energy. Right. And, you know, they just just let it go half the time. <laughs> and so they can hire me right. and I will do it for them. And pay, they'll pay me out of what they get out of, you know, get back from the insurance. Um, insurance. No kidding. You know, they like because they get way more back from the insurance than I charge them. Right. So. Right. Um, so, so it's easy. Yeah. Holy yeah. cow. <laughs> so you'll do, you'll do insurance. So like, would that like, you know, you talked about pet and like medical. Mm -hmm. So what else would be like, be like a, a daily money manager task that would, that that looks like? Um, well, it varies. Every client varies based on needs. Um, and so for that particular client, I mostly worked with, um, insurance for her. Um, but then I have another client yeah. who is a senior citizen. She hired me. She initially hired me just because she has palsy oh. and she, so she shakes and yeah. she can't, uh, she was, she couldn't, can't write checks anymore. Oh yeah. And so she just like was crying and you know I mean <laughs> yeah. it's a tough thing the whole thing yeah that's not hard. for sissies right yeah that's hard <laughs> you know? yeah so um right. so she thought initially I was just gonna write checks for her but then yeah. she again realized that I could do far more and at at this point I've worked with her now yeah. for several years and she has actually transitioned into a long-term care facility yeah and um and I have uh, power of attorney over her accounts I don't do that yeah. for all of my clients it's just again every client is different it's different on yeah the needs. yeah um and the anyway so for her I handle every single thing that has to do with her um, all of her financial needs. Yeah, all of her um, money. Because she's in a long-term care facility, she can't. She can't physically yeah, do it. She, she doesn't do have it, yeah. any descendants. Right. Um, she never yeah. married. Has no kids. And you know the family that she does have. You know she has nieces and nephews and you know sure. that kind of stuff. But yeah. they're not in a position to be able to to help. And well, yeah. The, well, long-term <laughs> care facilities. That's a really tough part to manage too, because there's a right. lot of like other costs that go into that oh, too yeah 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 <laughs> yeah so yeah so yeah. i'm paying that and um and and actually actually once you're in a long-term <laughs> care facility it's a little easier because one bill covers everything okay before okay. that she was in assisted living oh and with yeah assisted living you know, we had to pay the, you know, for housing and then all of her doctor's right. bills and transportation and all of that. Right. But now at the long-term care facility, everything's in-house. Yeah. So there's actually far less bills now. Oh, that's um, good though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Holy but, cow. Yeah. <laughs> so did you ever, you, you, we talked earlier before about like, you know, your entrepreneurial spirit and things like that. But mm -hmm. did you ever think like that you would end up as like a business owner? Like when did you, when, when you grew up? Right. Would, would, was that your dream? It was not my dream as a child. Sure. Um, because as a child, I <laughs> was going to be on Broadway. There you go. Right on. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. So as a child, I was going to be on Broadway. Um, and then when I got to be about high school age, I was like, uh, you know, maybe I'm not talented enough sure. to do <laughs> Well, it's <laughs> a very, that. it's very competitive. Yeah. That stuff's very competitive. Like yes. singing and dancing, right. like right. to do that professionally is very competitive. Right. Well, because like there's not, I mean, there's just not a lot of it out there. Right. Um, but I, but I certainly appreciate it though. Don't get me wrong. Right. Um, so when you, when you found this kind of, uh, daily money manager mm -hmm. that wasn't the first thing you were you were surprised right yes yes so i didn't know what a daily money manager was yeah so i'll tell you that piece of the story so yeah, i yeah. was i was uh i was working for this attorney i was doing the insurance claims right and um that attorney uh was seeing a mental health provider mm. and that mental health person um didn't file claims but 
again, provided the information so you could file yeah. them on your own. Yeah. And, um, and so I started doing those claims. And one day I had a question that I had to call her and ask her about. And so yeah. I called her and I said, hey, I'm so I'm Margie Remmers. I can say my name. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> and um, yeah, my name is Margie Remmers, and I am working with your client so and so, and filing insurance claims yeah. on her behalf. And and I just had a question about her bill, and so she answered the question, and then she said, "So tell me more about what you do." Yeah. Oh, sweet. <laughs> because she suddenly realized she actually became my best referral source. Oh wow. Because. Um, you know, people don't, we talked about this earlier, people are so confused about money. Yeah. But it's such, a, and the reason they're so confused is such a taboo topic. Yeah, it is, which you is crazy. I know. You don't like go to your backyard barbecue and say, hey, Bob, I'm having trouble paying my bills on time. Like that's yeah, just not, that's, that's yeah, just not good a conversation point. that you have. Good point. And, um, but you will tell your accountant, you will tell your financial advisor, and you will yeah. tell your mental health counselor. Yeah, you will. That's and, so true. Um, yeah. And so, uh, so that mental health counselor referred me to um, another client that yeah. she had that was struggling with money, and this client needed help paying bills. Now, my first daily money financial client was filing <laughs> insurance claims, which is different than, you know, that's just like collecting money. Yeah, now, yeah, yeah. like, I would be responsible for sending money out, uh, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> which is, there's liability involved in it. Yeah, that. I was going to say, like, what happens yeah. when a bill comes across the desk that, you know, you're responsible for paying it, mm -hmm. but maybe it's like a new bill? Do you mm -hmm. have checks and balances that are like, hey, I got to pay this bill. I just want to let you know. It's like pretty hefty. Right. Oh, or yes. maybe not oh, hefty. Oh, yeah. Oh, I would definitely tell the client for sure. Yeah. I, for yeah. sure. Um, now, some situations, like the client with the in the long-term care facility, yeah. because I have POA, yeah. I can make the decision without involving her. She has, right. you know, she has a lot of physical and mental disabilities. Right. And I can't always rely on the fact that she is going to be mentally aware yeah. to be able to say, oh, yeah, go ahead and, you know, pay right. that bill. Right. And um, I did have a situation where <laughs> I had to, you know, there she she has a rental property and the rental oh, property yeah. um, air conditioning broke and I had to get it fixed. Yeah. And, you know, I had to pay seven hundred dollars yeah. without telling her. Yeah. Well <laughs> which is not a situation yeah. you ever want to be in, but right. sometimes you have to make the tough call. Yeah. Well in those situations too, right? Yeah. Yeah, those are tough. But like that that's crazy though, paying someone paying someone's bills because right. like yeah, that would be nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well that's why that's why it's really important that you get a person if you're going to hire a daily money manager yeah you get somebody that's with adam because you yeah. have that background check and we have insurance yeah um so that's really important but to, going back to that other client who was the first one where i was like uh i i had to pay bills on her behalf yeah. and i don't know what this is right and um right. i was just a professional organizer at the time yeah. and um and so i had a professional organizer mentor and i called her and um, and I said, hey, like I, this client has come across, and I I think she needs me to pay her bills for her, and yeah. I, can I do that and whatever? And she said, yeah. absolutely not. She needs a daily money manager, and that was the first time I'd ever heard that wow, term. Wow, right on. And and I was like, well, what's that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then as I looked into it more, I um. As I looked, as I looked into it more, I was like, "Dang, forget the professional organizing. Like, this yeah. is what I want to do." This is cool. Yeah, <laughs> this is cool. I love, I love money. I've yeah. served in. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't have a, an accounting degree, but I have been sure. uh, an off. I was an office manager for a, a period of time and used Quicken and yeah. loved oh, it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then when I got married, I was. Um, uh, I was like, oh, we got to use Quicken to do our, our, <laughs> our personal finances. And I was like, oh, that's great. And then I taught for a period of time. I taught uh, financial education to eighth graders. Oh, wow. And, right on. Um, and I was treasurer for organizations. You know, like I just yeah, love yeah. like numbers and money and all that stuff. So when I found out about daily money yeah. management and I was like, 
well, I just want to do this part. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be organizing someone's freezer. Right, <laughs> you know, right. Or like in the attic, you know, yeah. moving Christmas decoration boxes around. Like, <laughs> that's what I mean. That's what I was yeah. doing. And yeah. I'm no spring chicken. Like, right, right. <laughs> I know I look young and I know your your listeners can't see me. And my right. voice sounds young, but I am not. <laughs> that's awesome. I like it. So, um, so I was like, I just want to be do the daily money management stuff. Yeah. And, um, and so I was like, but how do I do that? Like, how do you, how right, do, right. how do you, how do you, how do a you, right. Like, yeah. how do you say to somebody, oh, hand me your checkbook. I will take care of everything. Oh right? yeah. That's tough. Well, it's really <laughs> right. tough. Yeah. That, right. And so, right. um, so I, I was just do, I wasn't doing it officially. I was just kind of like doing it on the yeah. side, um, just as, you know, extra income for my family. And right. because I thought, how, how would I ever build this? Like, yeah, scale the, it or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the only people I was working with were just person, you know, personal referrals. Yeah. Like I can't put an ad in the paper. Yeah. You know, for right. Like, again, like hand me your checkbook. I'll take care of everything. Like yeah. it's just not a, you know, I yeah, just that's didn't tough. know. Right. So, um, so I was for years doing this daily money management on the side. I wasn't a member of Adam <laughs> at the time, which I, now I tell people always hire somebody from Adam. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, and, um, and then what happened, <laughs> what happened was, um, my husband decided he didn't want to be married anymore. Oh, well, and I was right. like, what? <laughs> Hello? Yeah, Excuse yeah. me? What? Yeah, that's always so tough, man. <laughs> and, um, and so suddenly I thought, oh gosh, like I've got to turn this, this into, out. I've got to figure this out, right? Like Jeez. I, I got to figure out how to do, I, I, I mean, like I didn't think I could. I didn't right. think I could. And so I went down a different path. Mm-hmm. Um, after working with, uh, you know, talking to a bunch of friends and thinking about my skill set yeah. and, you know, all of the stuff, I, um, I decided to get into process improvement and, um, because it's like, you know, it's like professional organization, but it's about processes, not about stuff. Yeah. And so I studied my behind off <laughs> and, um, and and got my certification so i am an asq certified six sigma black belt <laughs> sweet um which i got in six months which is oh, like wow. yeah yeah so, that's intense <laughs> it's super intense yeah and and your reaction tells me you yeah. know what that is so <laughs> right. when i tell people that i did that yeah. there's two reactions <laughs> like one the one the people who don't know what it is they're like oh yeah. good for you that's nice yeah right right right. they're like oh whatever <laughs> right <laughs> but then the people who know what it is and know what's involved they're like holy cow yeah, like, that's, <laughs> that's not... amazing well, yeah we'll tell we'll tell people who don't know okay yeah. so uh, so this will get a slightly off track but that's um, all right <laughs> but a uh so so six sigma is uh an approach to process improvement um that kind of started in the 80s there are two kind of compete not competing but complementary branches of process improvement thinking mm -hmm. um so the first is called six sigma which is a statistics term yeah um and even though i'm a math person i had never <laughs> taken a statistics class in my life Ooh, so i tough. had to they are well, super tough you know what's I, funny about statistics though i'm gonna pause you right there uh, they call it math but it's not it's math, really man. not math it's not right. math <laughs> like i get it i get why you call it math but it's like its own math because it the symbols aren't yes. the same right i took i had to take a few statistics classes yeah. and big data classes classes uh -huh. for my accounting degree and it uh, they're like oh it's a math class i'm like right. this is not math right man. yes yeah <laughs> <laughs> like you couldn't go to i mean maybe you could but typically you wouldn't go to a math professor and be like help me with the statistics right. problem because it'd be tough for them right so right. yeah right. so six sigma yeah. that's where I, that's how I, have, I know i have a friend who is a math tutor and she yeah. calls she calls it statistics yeah yeah it's like what the <laughs> heck so, man. yeah yeah it's so, tough yeah, it's super tough. hard super hard so um so anyway so six sigma is a statistical term right um and um it's about reducing the whole entire focus of six six sigma is to reduce variation mm -hmm. so looking at the manufacturing world um, let's say, for example, that you went to the store and you bought a box of cereal 
And the box of cereal, what, like the cereal was just amazing. It was mm. so, it just tasted yeah. so good. It had just the right crunch and it was just perfect and wonderful. Yeah. And you said, oh, this cereal is so great. I'm going to go buy another box of it. And you buy another box of it and that box tastes terrible. Yeah. Like something's just wrong with it. It's like yeah. so hard. It's going to break your teeth. And, yeah. and, um, and you were like, ugh. Like what, what happened? What happened? Yeah. <laughs> what happened there? Now, there are only a certain number of times that you are willing to buy the bad version before you stop buying it entirely. Right. No matter how good the good version is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the good version could be the best cereal ever in yeah. the whole world. But you will stop buying it if you get enough bad ones. Yeah. Yeah. And um, and so that is the concept of reducing variation yeah. is you want to be cons manufacturers need to be consistent right in the product that they're producing right right because yeah and so that's how yeah that's how i know they have six sigma for like airplanes and things yes. like that which is like you know the, their six sigma is very low it has to be right yeah. you can't right. get like <laughs> right exactly. I, we have one out of every 100 wings that's bad right <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean that doesn't right work. right but yeah no the but it's so funny that you bring up consistency because i'm sure we'll talk about that later but that's probably one of the biggest things in business too is like consistency yeah. i would rather buy a mediocre cereal that's mediocre every time exactly. than a super good one that's super bad and then exactly. you know what i mean there's yep. two if there's too exactly. much i'd rather buy just a right. meh, Yep. one yeah because i know exactly. what i'm gonna get every time yep exactly <laughs> exactly so yeah right. so the concept started in manufacturing but it has grown to be applied right. because people realize you know the same is true for service businesses yeah you yeah know, sometimes yeah. the service is great and sometimes the service is not <laughs> right then i'm not gonna get it <laughs> right, right exactly right. right so um so yeah so that's the six sigma kind of camp yeah. of process improvement and then the other camp of process improvement is called lean okay and um the so the focus of six sigma is to reduce variation the focus of lean is to reduce waste okay yeah so in lean what you are trying to do is um reduce or make it as streamlined and efficient of a process as possible yeah because then if you can do that then you're more agile and so the study of lean is how to take out the things that are wasting time, money, materials, and effort mm. on the part of people, on the part of machinery, yeah, um, yeah. you know, in the, in the entire process. So these two kind of camps used to be two separate things, and now they're realizing that they're really complementary. Yeah. So my certification, I had to learn both of them. My certification is only called Six Sigma, um, but it really is incorporates lean, lean um, and Six Sigma. Yeah, exactly, yeah. lean and Six Sigma. So um, as I was studying for my Six Sigma, going through my course materials, learning the Six Sigma or the getting the certification, right? Um, I came to the lean chapter. And I was like, oh my gosh, like this is my heart. Like, yeah, this is yeah. my, this is what I love. <laughs> like this is what I love. This is, this is ties into everything I've ever done. This right. ties into the approach that I had as a professional organizer. This ties yeah. into the approach that I had as a time management life coach. You know, yeah, like it's all yeah. like getting rid of waste and, and just <laughs> focusing on the good things yeah, and yeah. getting like, it's just, it was just mind-blowing i was just like this is it right <laughs> like this is my heart and so i got my i got my certification and everyone told me there's way more work in uh that that is requiring a black a six sigma black belt yeah um, there's way more than there are people because it's a really hard certification. Like oh, yeah, I can it's, tell it's, from the look on your ridiculous. face you know like well, it's a super hard I certification. was uh, i was really I really took pride in my GPA in college until uh -huh. I took my three statistics, my four <laughs> statistics classes. Then I was like, I don't right. give it what it is, man. Because right. they're hard. Like it threw my yeah. whole thing off. Yeah. Like I barely, you know, because in, you know, when you get your bachelor's and your master's, you can only have so many like B's or C's. And I was like, dude, yeah, it took everything I could do not to like right. put my whole degree in jeopardy. Yeah. Cause some people's brains are made for statistics and, 
Yeah. And and when I took my class, it was kind of similar, right? Like normally college courses are are semesters long and what are they like 12 weeks or 14 yeah, weeks a semester like something like that the, these were eight so you uh, had to learn a whole statistics yeah. class in eight weeks yeah. which is just ridiculous so <laughs> yeah. no when people say that i'm like yeah if you can learn statistics period it's hard but if you learn it in a certain time it's like that's even crazier yeah yeah, yeah it's crazy yeah. it was super hard so and uh, you know so, there aren't so people told me that oh you can yeah. write your own ticket and you'll be able to just pick and choose the jobs and well that's what i was going to ask so what jobs require a black belt six sigma um that's a really good question i mean there are uh manufacturers yeah you know that and there are manufacturing jobs yeah um there are some service providers like verizon has it has their own internal um, oh, wow. process improvement stuff yeah um here locally auto leave has oh yeah um, yeah, yeah yeah you know process improvement um, and they have to go through six sigma exactly yeah. well auto leave makes and airbags mm -hmm. and again you yep. can't you know six sigma <laughs> no variation one, right? one in ten airbags <laughs> defect right. is not good right. well they they just had that whole thing with the they, there was like a bunch of manufacturers caught up in that, like Honda, Toyota, yep. Nissan. They were just caught up in those airbag recalls. Yeah. I mean, it's been a long time, but yeah, yeah holy yeah. crap. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. So, and the and the military government yeah. um, is always trying to reduce mm. waste, improve their processes, be as mm. streamlined as possible. I mean, there's really any large organization needs help with their process improvement. Mm. Yeah. The challenge that I ran into is um, that everyone told me, okay, you get the certification, you'll be able to just write your own ticket. Right. Like you'll be able to just pick and choose jobs. Yeah. And here I am. <laughs> so here I am, newly separated. Yeah. You know, I even though I had been an entrepreneur yeah. forever, um, I'd never been successful. So I was really looking, I mean, just the last few years before that yeah. as a professional organizer and then daily money manager, um, but those were, those were gravy. Like those weren't full-time incomes and I needed right. to, re I, you needed I needed like to full. replace my yeah. husband's income like immediately. Oh, nice. And Jeez. so, so That's I did so the tough. certification. Everyone told me that I was going to be able to pick and choose my jobs. Um, but I, I discovered that all of the job openings yeah. were looking for not only the certification, but experience. Oh yeah. And I man. had the certification. I didn't have the experience. See, here's the thing. Yeah, which is so weird. Is that here's Gosh. here's the thing is that I by pursuing my certification just like on my own. Yeah. I, I was a complete outlier. Like yeah. People Most didn't people know what don't to do. do. Yeah. Most people are in a company that already has a process improvement plan in place. Yeah. They already are doing Six Sigma and they train up their employees yeah, and give them and internally it, yeah. and teach them and, you know, all this stuff. And they have um, part of the certification is to get uh, you have to do projects. Right. And so usually the projects that you do, like you do for your company. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And I had to go knocking on doors with organizations to say hey i'm getting a certification you want me to improve something yeah <laughs> improve your bottom line make sweet. you more money <laughs> that's sweet who wouldn't right. take that man yeah <laughs> so um so yeah so then i was right back so i got the certification and then, and like, then i yeah, yeah. and I, that was may um and and i was i couldn't get a job and yeah. so i was oh dang it and well, right in the middle so of the happened. right in the middle of pandemic. No, right no, no. This was oh, a couple years ago. Oh, okay, okay. And so, um, so I, uh, so yeah, no, it wasn't this May. Sure, I'm just sure. giving it because it right, was right. it was a May in whatever year that was. Yeah. And um, I had got my certification and I couldn't find a job and yeah. I was still do, but I was I was still doing my daily money management work on the side, thinking that there was no way I could build that build that aspect of the business right and um yeah. i um got a call from a financial advisor who for one of my former clients she had since she was a senior citizen client who yeah. passed away oh yeah and um and so i got a call from him and i said hey and he said hey let's get together and uh, i want to find out more about what you do and oh that's and really i was cool. like 
okay. And so <laughs> I just went into this meeting. I had no website. I had no business cards. Yeah, I had yeah, no yeah. like material. I had nothing. And I walked into this meeting with this guy and he's like, so tell me what you do. And I'm just feeling dejected because I had my, this certification, this was, this meeting was in September. So I had gotten yeah. my certification in May. And you got like nothing now for I, it. Am, I got nothing. <laughs> I'm, it's now September. Yeah. And, um, and I have this random meeting and he's, and, and I started telling him about what I do yeah. and it kind of like it all clicked. It all clicked and I realized yeah. that I could do both, that I could be a financial person and apply yeah. the process improvement, reducing waste, wow. making everything streamlined and efficient, yeah. specifically in accounting departments. Oh my and goodness. I, yes, I know. I came out of that <laughs> meeting. I came out of that meeting. My head just exploded. That's awesome. I just went, holy <laughs> crap like yeah. this yeah. Yeah, <laughs> this yeah, yeah, is yeah. it this is oh my gosh <laughs> this is it so yeah so i i started my business Crist my business now is called crystal clear cash flow okay yeah. And that's what I do. I, t I clean up financial messes. Yeah. And I can do it for individuals yeah. uh, that are um, struggling. Like I talked about the yeah. couple that um, were buried because of all their medical bills. Yeah. Um, you know, or senior citizens or busy, or busy professionals, you know, people wow. that just don't have the executive functioning skills. I can come in. I can clean up their financial mess, make it streamlined, wow. make it, um, you know, super easy. They, they pay yeah. their bills on time the yeah. credit score goes up you know they get yeah. out of debt well have you ever thought about that have you ever thought about going to like some of these there's some like i have a friend of mine who is the he he's like the head what do they call him general manager or whatever of one of these assisted living homes out in Tooele, where they you know the the patient or the patient but the mm -hmm. the client will rent the room mm -hmm. And then, and the, but everything's there, right? Like right. he showed us the facility. It was like, it was crazy. You could go get your haircut. Yeah. You could go out. You know what I mean? Have you ever like gone to those places and just offered it to some of those guys? No. Oh, that'd be cool. No. You could get some. <laughs> you could get some. Yeah. Out of that. Yeah. But I, cause see, that's the funny thing. When I'm interviewing people. Yeah. And. I, first, I love hearing the stories because you know what's always consistent is like people end up in these jobs where they're happy, where they feel fulfilled, yeah. where they feel like they have their passion, right? And they never even like didn't even know it existed. Like exactly. nobody, nobody knows. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like this is the first daily money manager. And to be honest with you, I was like, I was like, shoot, let's try it. Number yeah. one, because I love talking to people, and because whenever I hear something new that I've uh -huh. never heard of, I'm like, I gotta, I gotta hear this. <laughs> just because I, just because somebody's gonna hear this and be yeah. like. I've never heard of that before. Yeah. Or like somebody will hear this and be like, wow, I didn't know that you could monetize being an organizer. Yeah. Although I've heard of that before yeah. and I still think that somebody could make a killing off of that. Yeah. Um, because people just don't realize it. Yeah, right. Exactly. And that's why, that's why I did this whole podcast. That's why I bring people on. I don't, I usually don't ask a lot of questions. Like there's, there's some things that I'm like, eh. but mo for the most part, like 99% of the time I'm like, let's do it. If I, if I hear it, like, let's go because it's just so crazy. People, right? yeah. especially in the middle of the pandemic, people are worried about making money, right? They're worried about finance finances. Um, and I wanted to show people that, um, you can just do anything yeah. and there's, and there's things out there that you don't even know are exist. Yep but that you can, you know, you can go capitalize on it. Yep. So I really appreciate your story. Yep. And, uh, and it's just so, it's just so crazy <laughs> that people have a hard time like daily managing their finances. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's awesome though. Yeah. yeah. Why do you think yeah. last question? Well, one of my last questions, why do you think it's so hard for people to talk about money? Um, well, it's definitely a generational taboo subject. Okay. Um, so I think it goes back, uh, for years okay uh is one um another thing is uh math scares people <laughs> numbers scare people and so, um <laughs> it's so awesome because it's true like yeah yeah, yeah it's, it's true it's tough i mean i you know my kids are adults now but uh -huh. you know i i did the whole thing with them in school and everything and yeah, when you yeah. have little kids like you have little kids yeah. they don't look like they're in school no yet, no but not yet but they <laughs> but they will be yes. yeah yeah and so you know when they go to school that there's all these like summer reading programs and yeah. you have to teach your you have to read to your kid like 10 minutes for every 
every grade level that they're in, I yeah, think. Yeah. And, um, you know, until they can read on their own. And, you know, it's like reading is so, you know, so yeah. it's much. a big deal. Well, there's big, math camps, deal. there's science camps, there's reading camps. But they camps. don't have the similar kind of no, emphasis on math. Yeah, they don't have, yeah. you know, they you're have right, the though. summer yes. reading programs. They don't have the math programs. They don't. Summer yeah. math programs. Yeah, you're right. You're and right. they don't, you know, they require you, they want you to read to your kids 10 minutes a day. They don't say, okay, sit down with your kids and do math for 10 minutes a day. <laughs> and I remember when my um, kids were in high school, Yeah. Um, I attended a meeting by the, that the a presentation that was, that the principal put on yeah. about different um, measurements for the high schools and how how our high school measured up with other high schools in the county okay Ooh, so, that's interesting so back in virginia i understand it's different here but yeah. back in virginia school systems are all done by county okay and um fairfax county which is where i was living was the second largest county in the united states and so we have the second largest school system in yeah. the united states and um and we had our school district had gosh something like 35 high schools <laughs> holy crap and um Jeez. so yeah so so our principal was talking about you know showed how our high school measured up to the other um you know key performance indicators KPIs, yeah, yeah. for the for the different high schools and then what our high school plan was for increasing each of those things right and our high school was like near the bottom for math Jeez. and yet in the plan for going forward to how to address them, there was nothing for wow. math. Like there wow. wasn't one of the things. And so I raised my hand. <laughs> I do that. I'm kind of obnoxiously yeah. outspoken. And I, I said, I asked the principal, I'm like, okay, here's your number. Yeah, you know, yeah. you're like third to last in the County for math. <laughs> and yet in your, you know, your plan going forward, you're there's not addressing that. Yeah, you're not addressing that. Math. And, um, and she said, well, honestly, it's because we don't know how, we don't know how to address it. Hey, you know what? I would be happy with that answer though, because <laughs> at least I didn't get some BS, right? yeah. you know what I mean? So, yeah. okay. Well, if you don't know, then you should probably, I mean, it doesn't justify not right. figuring it out, but right. I get it. Right, like, right, right. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so that's oh, another man. reason is, um, that I, is that people are scared of money. So yeah, number one, it's yeah. a generational taboo. Number two, yeah. it's it's that they're scared of money. Um, and right. and what I always tell people, and I'm glad this came because I wanted to make sure and, and mention this because yeah. this is super important. Like if I were going to, I listened to right. another one of your co- podcasts, and <laughs> yeah. like if you could tell 30, you know, tell somebody yeah, your in 30, 30 seconds, seconds yeah, okay, yeah. like here's yeah. my 30 seconds, All right, early deal. before the end, right? Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Um, is that if, if I could just get, and this is something I taught my eighth graders too when I was doing financial education, this is like what wow. needs to get out into the world, is that money is like a pet. If you ignore it, it will get angry and it will bite you. Yeah. If you pay attention to it, if you care for it, yeah. take care, care of it, it will love you and it will become your best friend. Yeah. So money is like a pet. Just no, treat yeah. it that way. Well, and that's the thing people are scared yeah, because yeah. they see the angry version of the pet. <laughs> like people that are scared of dogs because they see the angry yeah, version of the yes, dog. They don't yeah. see the loving version of the dog. Right. Well, and you know, one thing I learned about money too is it follow. You know, it follows attention. So follows you attention. Got, you gotta give. Mm-hmm. You gotta give it attention. <laughs> but but yeah. like that means you know watching yeah. it and like take yeah. because people what and that was the one thing that I loved about being an accountant or love is like money flows a certain way. It is its own, its own ecosystem is money is its own thing. You know what I mean? And you got to figure it out how it flows and how it works. So yeah, that's nuts. So you mentioned this before, but just, just one last time, where do people find you if they want to get a hold of you, if they want to, um, know more about your services right. where do they go so my company and my website is crystal clear cash flow.com okay. good uh my 
my purpose in life <sighs> and purpose in business is to bring order to chaos. Yeah. And so I want to take things that are murky and make them crystal clear. Yeah. And that's why I named my company that. <laughs> so it's crystal clear cash flow. We've okay. talked a lot about the daily money management side of things, which is yeah. definitely something that I do. Right. Um, but I'm also qualified to work for work with businesses. Okay. Um, I am an advanced QuickBooks Online Pro Advisor. Sweet. Um, and um, I teach classes in QuickBooks. Oh, wow. And um, help people, other bookkeepers get certified. Yeah. I just released a, um, a, a certification class. Oh, for QuickBooks? For, Sweet. Yeah, for QuickBooks. Intuit offers... Um, certification like certificate. Yeah, and they offer yeah. they have free training and they right. offer the certification but it's really hard and yeah. I make, make things, it made it I easy make it make it crystal clear yeah, exactly <laughs> make it crystal clear well and I, I yeah. just released it this week oh, and wow. have 60 people signed up already yeah well because a lot of people don't realize like first of all I had a buddy of mine um who was he wanted to get his bachelor's in accounting and he wanted to do something but he didn't want it he didn't know if he liked it or i'm mm -hmm. like well then don't go spend money yeah. on a bachelor's in accounting right. like i'll tell you what you do you go get a quickbook certification and you go get um you go do like you know you go get a udemy certification on account on the fundamentals of accounting mm -hmm. you put that on your resume and then you go find find a bookkeeper out yeah. here to help during tax season yeah. and i was like and you'll know real quick <laughs> If you want to be an accountant or not, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's the other thing. So I'm yeah. glad you brought that up too. Like certifications, people don't, I don't know why certifications get a bad rap, but just go, there's almost a certification for almost anything. Yeah. Almost like yeah. if you want to be a nurse, right. well, you have to start out as a, yeah. as a CNA yeah. and those aren't that expensive, yeah. generally speaking. Yeah. Um, so if you want to be a nurse, go get a CNA and yeah. you'll find out real quick if you want to be a nurse or not. You know what I'm saying? Like. <laughs> for right. the most for the right. most part i know right. i'm speaking right. i'm right. speaking generally right right for all right. those people out it's there true. yeah it's true <laughs> but so uh, if people want the course yeah there's no link to it on my website because okay. it's because my website is for um you know it's for my services for sure. businesses right it's, uh so if if they are interested in the course they have to go to crystalclearcashflow.com forward slash QBO, which okay. is QuickBooks Online. Okay. Um, but for people who are interested, so I, I am QuickBooks Online Advanced Certified Pro Advisor. Sweet. Um, I also have That's a certification sweet. in learn lean accounting. Okay. Um, so, um, so I can help any organization, any organization that has murky I mean, I always say yeah. I clean up financial messes. That's what yeah. I do. So yeah. if your money is, you know, murky, if it's not clear, <laughs> if you don't understand the numbers or if you're, it's taking too long to generate reports yeah. or, or it's taking too long to, to get out invoices or get money back and you want to yeah. take a look at those processes, then um, crystalclearcashflow.com. Sweet. Well, thank you so much again yeah. for joining me. And, um, and I really appreciate you being here and taking the time and sharing your story. So thank, thank you. Thank you. It's been delightful.